The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. One day as Jesus was teaching, Pharisees and teachers of the law, who had come from every village of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem, were sitting there, and the power of the Lord was with him for healing. And some men brought on a stretcher a man who was paralyzed. They were trying to bring him in and set him in his presence, but not finding a way to bring him in because of the crowd, they went up on the roof and lowered him on the stretcher through the tiles into the middle in front of Jesus. When Jesus saw their faith, he said, As for you, your sins are forgiven. Then the scribes and Pharisees began to ask themselves, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who but God alone can forgive sins? Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them in reply, What are you thinking in your hearts? Which is easier, to say your sins are forgiven, or to say rise and walk, but that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins? He said to the one who was paralyzed, I say to you, rise, pick up your stretcher, and go home. He stood up immediately before them, picked up what he had been lying on, and went home glorifying God. Then astonishment seized them all, and they glorified God. And struck with awe, they said, We have seen incredible things today. The Gospel of the Lord. This passage generally brings out the beautiful imagery of friendship and what lengths friends are willing to go to to serve one another, to help a friend in need. And so because that's probably overplayed, let's talk about something else. We have these Pharisees there, teachers of the law, and they're coming from everywhere, Galilee, Judea, Jerusalem. They're sitting there with Jesus. Now, typically, when we think of the Pharisees, we think of the ones who are trying to accuse him, arrest him, trick him, all the bad stuff. And yet, here they are, gathered around him, just listening to him teach. After Jesus performs his miracle, the scribes and Pharisees ask themselves, who is this who speaks blasphemies, who but God alone can forgive sins? And maybe the natural thought is, well, if it's God alone who can forgive sins, maybe he's God. Duh. But that's clearly not their intent. They're still out to get him. So when Jesus responds, he does all the things. Here's, here's what it says at the end. Astonishment seized them all. Now, again, this whole scene is, is captured around the Pharisees and the scribes sitting around Jesus. We don't really hear that he's with his disciples. We presume that they're there. We know that there's others that are there who have clearly broken a roof open to lower their friend down, so we know that. Astonishment sees them all. Maybe this is too literal. Maybe it's not literal enough, but wouldn't that include the Pharisees, the scribes, the teachers? Wouldn't it include them? The very people who are out to get Jesus, who in their own heart questioned, who could this be who blasphemes God, blah, blah, blah. Who then finally say, 
we have seen incredible things today. Astonishment seized them and they all glorified God. To recognize that even the scribes and Pharisees were able to have the transformation of heart is so important for us because even the greatest skeptic, it means that the greatest skeptic can still come to have relationship with God. It means they can come to know God. It means that even in our greatest doubt, fear, discouragement, uh, distance that we feel from the Lord, we can still be astonished by what he does. I think while the one miracle is clearly the friends who went to whatever lengths they could to ensure that their friend received healing, I think a secondary miracle, whether it's ever highlighted or uh, affirmed or not, is the idea of that if, if the scripture really means all, it would include those Pharisees. And so their ability in that moment to have their hearts transformed, to be astonished and to actually accept Jesus as Messiah, that's the great miracle. Because it shows then the, the beginning of the the uh, dissemination of the faith. Because if, if Jews were the first ones to become Christians, then Pharisees and Gentiles and everyone else would, would be converting at different points. So I think it's just beautiful to recognize that part that all were astonished and could recognize and say, we have seen incredible things today. When just moments ago we doubted and questioned and debated, may our hearts never be so hard that it prevents the transformation of God. May our hearts never be so hardened that we just gloss over the miracles that happen in the day-to-day existence of our lives. May our hearts actually be warmed up so that we can be astonished because every single day we see incredible things.